Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. I'm Michael Thompson and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, today in just five minutes, we want to find out what's in store for tech stocks this year. Remember, this is general information only and you should get professional advice before making any investment decisions. That's right. For investors, they're some of the most exciting companies on the bourse, but they can also be the most volatile. And last year, we saw some of the tech stocks really come off the boil. Elise Kennedy is the Vice President of Equity Research at Jardin. Elise, why is the tech sector so vulnerable to big swings? Oh, look, I think it's come from last year. We moved from a very low interest rate environment to a much higher interest rate environment. And that has driven down the valuations of a lot of the names, unfortunately, hoping for a better outlook this coming year. Okay. So what do you think will happen over the next 12 months or so? I think it's going to be a challenging first half of the year because I think we're still going to have to try and find the equilibrium of what is between more inflow of migration and then that finding a balance in the employment market that means we stop this wage spiral, which is also flowing through to UCPI or inflation, which is resulting in those higher rates. So I think once we start to see, hopefully that in the earlier stage, to the back half of the second year, we will be able to be in an environment where we know what the borrowing costs are. We know how to manage our budgets for it. We perhaps some of, some of that inflation coming through and from there we start to be able to plan the future a lot easier than perhaps we had to last year. Okay, so any particular stocks you're keeping a close watch on in the tech sector? Yeah, look, I think for me, one of the key ones I'm watching is, is SiteMinder. So that's in a, a accommodation software stock, which has been leveraged to the travel market, but it got really sold off in the tech market because it still loses cash. But as it keeps moving towards its fourth quarter FY24 target of being free cash flow positive, and as we start to see fewer and lesser of the cash flow burn come through, I think that's probably a name that will start to get a bit more interest. And it's been so sold off as well, it, you know, listed at just over $5, and it's fallen much lower than that, that I think there's probably one that I think will start to play and pay investors into this year. What about some of those names that we all know? REA and Domain Holdings, for example, the property players? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it comes back to that original point about if you do get a stabilisation in market, because what we saw last year is every time somebody would go and want to buy a new home, their financing would be cut. And so it was really hard for them to know what their borrowing capacity was. A lot of them didn't come into the market or they thought house prices were going to fall more. And then that resulted in lower listings. Let's say we get that scenario where that stabilizes and that enables people to be able to go in, bid more aggressively, as I said, know their cost of living, be able to manage that, that that could result in a resumption of the listings volumes to the benefit of both REA and domain. Another one, which is a top 30 company, most of us use it, believe it or not, but I reckon most people don't know anything about it, is Wise Tech Global. What does it do first and what do you think of that one? So this is a logistics freight forwarding or software that helps move and gives visibility to big, say, freight forwarders like DHL, where the parcels are going from the port to the warehouse to your house. So what I think with them is trade volumes are likely to slow and have started to slow as we saw at the start or end of last year. But I think bigger thing is that they've got a huge 
walk chest of cash. So what they're going to do with that remains to be seen. Can they get more cash from better margins? Are they going to keep accelerating the growth with global rollout contracts? I think that's really something that I am looking forward to see. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of guys that wanted to short this stock. I think that could be a disappointment for them if they did. Okay, 20 seconds on Zero, the accounting software, and 20 seconds on Seek, which we all know because many of us apply for jobs via Seek. So Zero, I think that we've got a new CEO coming in in February, which so is really watching what her playbook is going to be and what the strategy and the outlook is. One key thing we're looking there is if it would be interesting to see if she has her incentives aligned to profitability, which is something investors are seeking. Now on Seek, I find that the jobs market has held up very well. And I think Asia will probably be the surprise into the result this year. And if they can continue or show about the cost and the upside that they're getting from some of the investment or that they're going to take that cost out in the future, I think that'll enable to see that stock outperform versus what the market gave them credit for in the last year. Thank you very much, Elise. Thank you, Sean. That was Elise Kennedy, Vice President of Equity Research at Jarden and Michael. Remember, anyone who's listening, if you want to invest, get some professional advice because it's very much about your own personal circumstances. Michael, do you know what you're going to do this coming year in terms of investing in tech? Uh, Sean, I'm still just a bit sidetracked by your reference to um, everyone's uh, applying for jobs on Seek at the moment. As your uh, colleague, I'm, I'm trying not to take that personally that you're looking elsewhere right now. Yeah, let's just move on. All right, there we go. Thank you very much, Sean. Thank you, Michael. That's it for today. Now, make sure you hit follow on the podcast. There is a new episode every day and regular business news from January 16. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Listener.